السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته نحمده ونسولي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم رب شرح لي صدري ويسل لي أمري وحل لقدة من لساني يفقه قولي سبحانك لا علم لنا إلا ما ألمتنا إنك أنت لليم الحكيم اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا اللهم انفعنا بما ألمتنا وزدنا إلما All praise is due to Almighty Allah the sustainer, nourisher and cherisher of the universe Peace, blessings and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. O Allah, we beseech thee to increase us in our knowledge and to protect us from the deception of the Satan and the evil of our souls. Ameen. Ya Rabbal Alameen. On this Mubarak day of Jumu'ah Friday, the 12th of Shawwal 1438, it is indeed only the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah Jalla Wala that we continue with our tafsir. Our starting point is Surah to Shu'ara, chapter number 26 and verse number, 60, verse number 69. In our lesson yesterday, we discussed about the Musa alayhi salatu salam, and I mentioned to you the fascinating episode and story and event which took place between Hazrat Bayezid Bustami rahimahullah and the priest. When the priest asked him, which piece of land is that where the sun did not shine there before or after? Only once did the sun shine there. He, Hazrat Bayezid Bustami rahimahullah read the verse, فَأَتْبَعُوهُمْ مُشْرِقِينَ Surah Shu'ara, chapter number 26, verse number 60. And he explained to them that when the Pharaoh and his cronies came, Nabi Musa salam and his people were there, and in front was the ocean. Almighty Allah Jalla instructed Nabi Musa salam strike the ocean. And when he struck the ocean, lo and behold, the water receded and became like big, big waves and so forth, like a tsunami. And you see the rest of it became the land and sand. Nabi Musa salam, Nabi Harun salam, and his people all crossed. And that piece of land, all this happening Ishraq time. After the sun was rising and now the sun rays, the rays of the sun blazing on that land and sand. When the Pharaoh and his cronies came, the water met up and all of them drowned. Almighty Allah preserved the body of the Pharaoh so it could be a let lesson for the latter generations. Such a Ibra, such a lesson, a person who claimed to be divinity here on this earth and said, Ana Rabbukumul A'la, I am the supreme being. Almighty Allah humiliated, disgraced him. And till today his body is preserved there in Egypt in the museum. If you go to the Pharaonic Museum, you will see his body there. So Almighty Allah tells us, then when Hazrat Bayezid Bustami answered 14 questions of the priest and asked him, O oh, priest, 
Do I have permission that I ask one question only of you? He said, go ahead. He, Hazrat Bayezid Bustami, asked him, what is the key to Jannah and Paradise? And the priest remained silent. So Hazrat Bayezid Bustami told him, I beg your indulgence. Because pandemonium was breaking out now in the church, he said that it is the kalima, Ashhadu Allah ilaha illallah, wa ashhadu anna Muhammad abdu rasulu. And you see all the people started reciting that. That is what is required, that we present Islam to the people. The true pristine message, not this diluted and polluted Muslim uh, Islam of the modernist and of the so-called munafikin Muslims. Nay, the true Islam, and that has a magnetic impact. So not the Shia so-called Islam or the Qadiani Ahmadi Islam. Nay, the non-Muslims. So we need to be clear on all these issues. <coughs> All Mighty Allah Jalla Wala describes the scene. Falamma tara al jamaan, when the two parties could see one another, the people of Musa salam going forward and they see the ocean in front, and when they look back, they can see the Pharaoh and his army and catching up with them rapidly. All ashabu Musa. The companions of Nabi Musa salam, meaning the people, the Israelites said, Inna la mudrakun, surely we are caught up now that these people will catch us, overtake us. Qala I explained to you, for people of Musa salam, you say ashab, for the companions of Nabi Isa salam, hawariyin, they used to wear white, white clothes. And the people, companions of Mustafa, Habibuna, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Ashabun Nabi, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. They were the greatest people to walk and talk on this earth after the Anbiya, Rusul, and Messengers, Alayhi Salatu Wasallam. Therefore, without a shadow of doubt, we say, the greatest personality after the messengers was Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq, radiallahu Sayyidina Umar, Sayyidina Umar Farooq, radiallahu Sayyidina Usman, radiallahu Sayyidina Ali, radiallahu So that is unanimous belief of the Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah. He, Nabi Musa, alayhi salatu salam, responded, Qala kalla. Nay, it's not like that. Verily with me is my Allah, the help of Allah, the special mercy of Allah. So Yahadeen, soon Allah will guide me, instruct me what to do. When Nabi Muhammad Habibullah Mustafa Sallallahu Sallam Sayyidina Bakr Siddiq radiallahu anhu in Ghari Thawr and he Sayyidina Bakr was so concerned about Nabi alayhi salam Thani athnaini idhuma fil ghar he, the second of the two, he was with Nabi alayhi salatu salam in the cave, the Ghari Thawr. Then Mustafa sallallahu alayhi salam saw the body language of Sayyidina Bakr Siddiq radiallahu anh, his concern and anxiety. إِذْ يَقُولُ لِصَاحِبِهِ When Mustafa sallallahu alayhi salam told his companion, لَا تَحْزَن Don't grieve, don't be worried, don't be sad. إِنَّ اللَّهَ مَعَنَا Inna Allah ma'ana Allah's help, Allah's mercy will envelope and cover both of us. Imagine they ma'ana and here it is inna ma'iya rabbi. So it shows the rank status of Sayyidina Bakr Siddiq radiallahu anh. 
Almighty Allah instructed him, Nabi Musa alayhi salam, فَأُوحَيْنَا إِلَى مُوسَى أَنِدْرِبْ بِأَسَاكَ الْبَحْرِ Take the stick and strike the ocean. So that is cause and effect. This dunya is dhatul asbab. So you have to use the means. And you see the water started parting, receding now. So every group was like now, like in a mountain, mountain of water, one side and the other side is the land and sand, and now they are walking through it. Imagine walking through water, but the water is not there, it is now sand. Thus you call Mu'ujizah the miracle. Once Nabi Musa salam, threw the stick, it became a serpent and snake. The other time he struck the ocean, subhanallah, almighty Allah transformed it into land and sand. That is what Hazrat Bayazid Bustami was telling the pastor, the priest. That that piece of land is where the sun was shining. Never did the sun shine on that piece of land before or after. وَأَزْلَفْنَا ثَمَّلَاخَرِينَ And Pharaoh and his people, the cronies and caucus, they were brought nearer and nearer to the water with the command of Almighty Allah. Now what were the final analysis, consequences for both parties? وَأَنْجَيْنَا مُوسَى وَمَمَّعَهُ وَأَجْمَعِينَ And hence we rescued and saved Musa salam and whosoever was him, with him, the believers. Regarding the Pharaoh, he thought with his army, arms, ammunition, horses, means of conveyance, Subsequently then we drowned all of them. Humiliated disgrace, whilst drowning he brought Iman. Superficially, apparently, he said, I believe Aman to be Rabbi Musa wa Harun. I believe in the Rabb and sustainer of Nabi Musa, Nabi Harun, But that was during the pains and pangs of death, Sakarat time. Iman, faith that is accepted by Almighty Allah is Yu'minuna bil Ghaib. You believe in the unseen. Not Iman bil Mushahada. At that time, you already linked to the realm of the year after. Hence, he is not accepted. And Allah says in Surah 45, Surah 40, Surah 40, verse 46, regarding the Pharaoh and his cronies. Annaru. Now, this is happening now. Annaru yu'uraduna alayya huduwa wa ashiyya. They are being presented to the fire every morning, evening. You say you went to the Pharaonic Museum. I've been there. You've been there, some of you. And you see, you didn't see any fire or anything. Quran says that it was happening now. Surah 40, verse 46. وَيَوْمَ تَقُومُ And when the day of justice is established, then the Pharaoh and his cronies, all of them, they will be dispatched to the worst, worst punishment of, you know, possible. And that is Jahannam, everlasting. So therefore, our not seeing it does not mean it's not occurring. You see, you are sleeping with your spouse, you are sleeping with your child. And thereafter, you must remember, they wake up and they're experiencing such nightmare perspiring. You were there, you were looking at them, but you don't know what they experience. So similarly, yeah, that they are burning and everything is happening. And we believe in it because it is enshrined in the Noble Quran. Surah 40, verse number 46. 
Indeed, there's there are big, big lessons and signs. But yet, majority of them, they will not believe. You can see today also. Verily, your sustainer, nourisher, he is the only one, very, very powerful, almighty, and very, very merciful also. Today's lesson, Surah 26, Surah Shu'ara, verse number 69, Almighty Allah speaks of Nabi Ibrahim, various discussions here. Why does Almighty Allah Jalla Wala mention the incidents of these Anbiya and Messengers so many times? لَقَدْ كَانَ فِي قَصَصِهِمْ عِبْرَةٌ لِأُولِي الْأَلْبَابِ Indeed, in their incidents and stories and events, there are lessons to be learned. But who will take these lessons? Those people who have the true intelligence and intellect. Why did Almighty Allah make these Anbiya so great and majestic? أُولَٰئِكَ الَّذِينَ هَدَاهُمُ اللَّهِ Twenty-five Anbiya messengers' names are mentioned in the Noble Qur'an. Allah Jalla Wala gave them guidance, hidayat. فَبِهُدَاهُ مُقْتَدِهِ Yeah, Allah is commanding Mustafa sallallahu alayhi sallam, but obviously the greater message is for me and you. So you must follow these Anbiya and messengers, alayhi salatu wassalam. As I mentioned previously, Nabi Musa alayhi salatu salam's honorable name is mentioned 136 times in the Noble Quran. Musa, the Jews say Moshi. It means a al-walad fit-tabut, that that baby, the child in the chest, and the chest is floating on water. Harun, 136 times his name, Nabi Musa alayhi salam's name mentioned in the Noble Quran. Nabi Harun, Harun means to be eloquent and fluent in speech. Twenty different places in the Noble Quran, his honorable name is mentioned. Ibrahim, Abun Rahim, the kind, the compassionate father. His honorable name is mentioned 69 times in the Noble Quran. Almighty Allah gave such titles to Nabi Ibrahim salam, that remember me and you ordinary mortals will never ever receive such titles. وَاتَّخَذَ اللَّهُ إِبْرَاهِيمَ خَلِيلًا Almighty Allah made Nabi Ibrahim salam his khalil, a special, special friend. قَدْ كَانَتْ لَكُمْ أُسْوَةُنَ حَسَنَةٌ فِي إِبْرَاهِيمٌ So indeed, Almighty Allah made Ibrahim salam also one of the perfect role models. Mustafa Habibuna وسلم, is the perfect role model for humanity and posterity. But Nabi Ibrahim salam, as well. Why? We follow the culture of Nabi Ibrahim salam, and we follow the Sharia of Nabi Muhammad Mustafa وسلم, as enshrined in the Noble Quran. Hanifa. So you follow the religion, the culture, the teaching of Nabi Ibrahim because he was Hanif. He turned away from all false ideologies and he only stuck to the first, the only true ideology and that is of Islam. So that is the beauty of Nabi Ibrahim Almighty Allah dedicated one entire surah and chapter to him, chapter number 14, is known as Surah to Ibrahim. So many manaqib, so many fadail and virtues. I just mentioned few at random. So let's see what Almighty Allah informs us. 
وَتُلُوا عَلَيْهِمْ You recite and rehearse for them. You inform them. Recite for them the Sahaba, your beloved companions and students, Ya Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi Naba Ibrahim, Naba Khabarun Azim, the important news and information of Ibrahim alayhi salatu salam. Sixty-nine times his honorable name is mentioned in the Noble Quran, and Ibrahim means to be a compassionate father. First thing a Nabi does is da'wat and tabligh. He invites people towards the oneness, majesty, greatness, grandeur of all, Maitya Allah Jalla Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salatu salam's father's name was Azar. وَإِذْ قَالَ إِبْرَاهِيمُ لِأَبِيهِ Azar. So that is enshrined in a noble Quran. He was a mushrik and he was a person who believed in idols. He used to carve out the idols, make the idols. And he died a non-Muslim. And this is mentioned clearly in the noble Quran. When it became apparent, manifest to Ibrahim salam, his father is the enemy of Allah, Tabarra Amin. He severed ties with him and said that you don't want to accept my message. You don't accept me as a messenger. So remember that this is why he was not allowed to make dua for his father because his father died a non-Muslim. So that is what Quran is teaching us. وَاتْلُوا عَلَيْهِمْ نَبَعِ إِبْرَاهِيمِ إِذْ قَالَ لِأَبِيهِ وَقَوْمِهِ Remember when, when it precedes a verb in the past tense, it means remember. Remember when he, Ibrahim والسلام, told his father, Father Azar, وَقَوْمِهِ and his people, مَا تَعْبُدُونَ He questioned them and asked them, What are you worshipping? Because he saw his father not only worshipping the idols, but he was worshipping and making those idols as well. So the crime now is not one, but it is multiple crime. So he is promoting, advocating this idol worship. And they were all superstitious people. They would look at the stars and the moon and sun and other creation. So the celestial creation and believe in them. So that is why Nabi Ibrahim was teaching them. All this is kufr and shirk. None of them is equivalent to Allah, on par with Allah. وَلَمْ يَكُلْ لَهُ كُفُوًا أَحَدٍ There is none equal in the entire creation and universe on par that is equal to Allah. And if we say any person, any creation, or Nabi is equal to Allah, on par with Allah, then such a person is out of the fall of Islam. They, the people, responded to Nabi Ibrahim salam's question. Na'abudu asnama asnam. Asnam, the plural of swanam. So we are worshipping these idols. And we will continue devoting, dedicating ourselves to them. Look at the words there, fanazwallu. Fanazwallu means to continue. Laha refers to asnam, the idols, akifit. We just finished Ramadan now, few, two weeks or so, plus minus, and we find that people in the last 10 days, especially set for etikaf. What is the definition of etikaf? Al-lubthu fil masjid. The person, daytime, nighttime, in khalwa, jalwa, private, public, he will remain in the boundary of the masjid. 
unless there is some human need you have to go and relieve yourself or something so in those cases there we will say it is permissible that you emerge and leave the masjid these people were so proud and arrogant. They said, We will continue making etikaf and worshipping these idols. So look at the words, the akifin. So akifin, similar to etikaf. So imagine on their batil, on their falsehood, they were so devoted, dedicated. <coughs> That is what we see today, those people on Batil. They take their Batil and falsehood and propagate it to various countries and continents. And the Ummah and Muslimah but this Ummah who possesses the truth, we are fast deep in our sleep. So Nabi Ibrahim salam now poses to them a question that is rational, logic, so that to stimulate their mind and thinking process. Call, he Nabi Ibrahim salam asked them, These idols, do they listen to you? When you call. So it shows they are calling the idols. Like today people go to the graves and they speak to the grave and say, Dad, give me health, give me wealth, give me children, give me this. This is absolutely kufr and shirk. There's no place for that in Islam. When you start thinking the person in the grave can do all this. Wasila is permissible. Wasila is, Ya Rasulullah, Ya Allah, we are making dua through the wasila of Nabi Salam. That is fine. But to go to the grave and make ruku sajda and then you start begging, asking, give me health, give me wealth, give me children, that definitely is haram and not permissible. Are they listening to you? Is when you are calling them, when you are worshipping them, or do they cause you any benefit? Or do they cause you any harm? So remember, we the Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah say, La nafiya illahu. None can cause you benefit and goodness except with Allah's permission, consent, and command. Wala dara illahu. None can cause you harm and pain except with the command and decree of all. Allah Jalla Wala. So we need to understand nafa and darar, giving benefit and causing harm. That happens with the will and decree of all, Allah. Not people unilaterally on their own, they can just cause you harm and benefit, no. So these idols, are they doing anything? So they knew, they are not benefiting them. But then why are you worshipping them? So that is the lesson we should understand. Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala went to Hajar Aswad and addressed Hajar Aswad, innaka hajar la tadur wa la tanfa. See the same words. You are but a stone, O black stone. You cannot cause me harm. You cannot cause me benefit. But why will I still kiss you? Law la ra'aytu Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam qabbalaka ma qabbaltuka. Had I not seen Mustafa sallallahu kissing you, I, Umar bin Khattab, Amir al-Mu'mineen, would not have kissed you. So that is the big, big lesson that we learn in this episode here. So nafa, benefit, darar, all that comes from all Allah. Now they answered. 
These are the people who are worshipping the idols, making the idols. Nay, but we found our fathers, forefathers worshipping them. They were doing this. Remember, this is what people say, Bab Dada M that's in your Gujarati and everything. So you must remember the forefathers did this. That is no Dalil in Islam. So he did it, this Molana did it, that Sheikh did it. That's not Dalil. Evidence is Quran. Evidence is Sunnah. This is not Islam to practice on expediency and then please and appease the rulers and authorities. That is nifaq and hypocrisy and trampling upon the Sharia and dismantling the Sharia. So we need to be very, very clear on all these issues. Therefore, Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Man waqqara sahiba bid'atin, Whosoever honors a person indulging in bid'ah and innovation, فَقَدْ aana ala hadmil islam By honoring such people, you are assisting and helping in the dismantling and demolition of Islam. Go open Bayaki Mishka Sharif, you will find. So today, instead of helping Islam and the Muslims, we are helping the demolition and dismantling of Islam. That with the so-called wisdom and with the so-called, remember, expediency. So now we found our forefathers. They were doing this. He, Nabi Ibrahim, asked them, What do you see? Do you observe? Ma kuntum ta'budun, what you are worshipping, antum you wa aba'ukumul aqdamun, wa aba'ukumul aqdamun, and your forefathers, your ancient fathers, your father, grandfather, great grandfather. That if you say you are just following them, then they also died with kufr and shirk by worshipping these idols. And you also will die with that. And you by your own confession and you are admitting that, that these idols cannot cause you any harm. They cannot cause you any benefit. They cannot give you life. They cannot give you death. They cannot give you honor. So all these things, why should you worship them? So therefore, in Islam, there is no place to worship these idols or worship anybody else or anything else except all. Allah Jalla wa Akhiru da'wana an alhamdulillahi rabbil.